You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a lot going on this week. We have two sign changes. Mercury is finally leaving Libra after two and a half months of being in the sign due to its retrograde phase. And Venus is going into Capricorn. And this is going to be interesting because we have one planet leaving a sign that it's been in for a while. And then we have this other planet, Venus, going into Capricorn. And Venus is going to be in Capricorn until March of next year because Venus will be going retrograde at the end of December. So yeah, we've got an interesting switcheroo going on with Mercury and Venus in terms of the duration it's staying in signs. On top of that, this is a mixed bag week, and it's a week where we have some fun transits. We have some easy stuff, but we definitely have some hard-hitting stuff. We definitely have some gritty stuff that's coming up through this week. So it is mixed baggy, and it is going to have an interesting tone. November is a particularly interesting month with some of the transits that are going on. So this should be fascinating. And even looking at the vibes on the graph, it's interesting when we get these graphs that there's seemingly nothing going on, although there's so much going on with all the transits we have coming for the up, up for the upcoming week. Because we have a lot of Mercury stuff and we have a lot of Venus stuff going on. And speaking of Mercury, there is a lot of mental energy in the beginning of the week. There's going to be a lot of mental energy throughout the week. So there's a lot of contemplation, a lot of thinking about where you're headed, where you're going. And especially with Mercury going into introspective Scorpio, we are really going to be in our heads and just trying to figure out what our next move is overall when it comes down to our life, when it comes down to how we step into our personal power and all those other things. And we've got some psychic energy coming up at the end of the week as well. So don't at all be surprised if you're feeling like your instincts are on fire for whatever reason, or you feel like you're experiencing interesting dreams that may be prophetic or intuitive downloads because there is a bit of a psychic tone to the air. There is that weird eerie feeling through this week as well in terms of just in terms of just feeling really extra sensory, just able to pick things up, just having those hairs raised on your arm and such. So yeah, this should be an interesting week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. November 1st happens to be an interesting day because we've got a fun aspect and we've got one that's uncomfortable. The first aspect being Mercury's making a trine with Jupiter, which is some of the most easygoing energy you can ask for in terms of socializing, your communication with others, just having everything flow easily. Also, it's great for just diffusing drama if there's been drama. Anytime this aspect comes up, if there's been any issues that happened the week prior, if there's been any issues that needed clearing up, this is the aspect you want if you're wanting to patch things up with someone who's worth patching things up with. And considering some of the beefy transits that are going to be going on through this week, hopefully this one will carry us out through the next few days, which it should, in terms of just easing any tensions and things like that. Also, it's great for just opening your mind, expanding your mind to other topics and knowledge. It's great for forward thinking. So it's a great aspect for broadening your horizons and just having a better understanding of topics that you normally just wouldn't go for. And this could be stuff like philosophy. It's not 
It's not like when Mercury trines Pluto and you really get into some hardcore topics, really serious stuff, stuff that's really deep rooted. This is one of those things where, you know, you get into things like philosophy, which isn't an easy subject. Sometimes people just don't get those things or just more so getting into subjects that involve higher learning. This is great if you're in school right now in terms of just trying to process information. If you're in college right now, especially if you're trying to process information for midterms or final exams and things like that, then this should be a very helpful alignment in that way. So yeah, use this alignment to focus on high-minded things, have some of the best conversations because this brings out humorous conversations, fun conversations, easy conversations when you're talking to people. Nothing is overly serious within this energy. It's just nice, lighthearted energy. So soak this one up. So unlike Mercury making that trine with Jupiter, we have the Sun making a quincunx with Chiron, which is a heavier energy. And so I'm really hoping that the Mercury stuff that's going on and the Jupiter stuff mitigates this because it can be hard hitting. This is the kind of aspect where you kind of get a hard blow to your ego. A lot of it can be due to outside influences, but also it can be due to just what's going on internally with you, where you could feel triggered by something and it just causes a blow to your ego, your self-esteem. It brings out in a lot of ways a self-defeatist attitude when you're dealing with this. Just a lot of confidence issues and a lot of just mood swings, like where your confidence does fluctuate throughout the day or the next couple of days with this alignment here, where you one moment you're pumping yourself up, the next minute you're feeling defeated, you're feeling deflated. So it's not a fun energy to deal with. It's pretty unnerving. So try to find the best way to ground yourself when this energy hits, because the next day, in the next couple of days, we still have some more harder hitting alignments. On the second, we have Mercury making its third square to Pluto from the retrograde cycle. Mercury actually goes out of shadow on the second and Mercury is hitting its third square with Pluto on this day. And so this is going to bring up stuff from the last couple of months that need resolution when it comes down to communication with others that's dominant power struggles with other people, others trying to control the narrative in your situations, others trying to either step over you or boss you around or silence you, petty arguments that might have arise during those other squares, or situations where someone was trying to conceal the truth from you because when Mercury and Pluto come together, it does bring out the truth. It has a tendency to unearth the truth coming together with Pluto, so there could be some final confirmation or you finally get all the facts or the truth finally gets exposed in the situation that you've been dealing with. Those two squares before this third one that we have going on happened on September 21st and October 1st. So think back to what was going on with those themes, with power struggles, with the truth coming out, with secrecy, with people who are trying to dominate you, people who, again, are trying to control the narrative and conversations within your life, or petty arguments that just arise out of nowhere. And I mean, especially fighting for fairness and balance in these situations, because we did deal with Mercury in Libra squaring Pluto in Capricorn. And a lot of times you're dealing with fairness and balance with the Libra energy, and you are dealing with dominance with Pluto. And especially with it being in Capricorn, that in itself is about going up against power and authority in some ways. And authority could be anything in your life. That could be supervisors. That could be anyone who's older than you. 
someone with a higher rank and title. And of course, you know, you could be dealing with stuff in relationships and I don't mean a pecking order within relationships, but there could be a more dominant partner in a relationship. So this could be one of those things that are coming up with, within this energy and it is going to come back up. So that way you have more clarity and hopefully a resolution to what was going on during the retrograde and what brought all this out. A lot of the times these things come out so that way we can deal with them and it may not be an overnight thing, but it's something that we can strive towards and work towards. So do the best you can when this energy hits because also the next day we have Venus making a sesquiquadrate with Uranus, which can be a fun aspect. However, when you're dealing with Venus and Uranus stuff, there is a lot of unexpected stuff that happens within relationships. And this could be an unexpected thing that happens in terms of relationships, relationship shakeups in some sort of way, where if there's been a lot of control within a relationship and a lot of control issue stuff, it's going to come up with some of the Pluto stuff that we had going on the other day. But if there's been too much control within a relationship, if there has been, then this alignment can stir things up when it comes down to those things. So if the relationship itself has ran its course or been stale, there could be some abruptness within this energy. This also brings up situations where you're dealing with someone who's unable to commit, not ready to commit, somebody who just has anxiety about relationships, or just no one can make them happy because they're always changing their mind about what they want or where they're going within the relationship. So it brings up that kind of flaky stuff. It brings up the uncomfortability of dealing with people like that in relationship circumstances. So it's not easy energy. I mean, especially with all the stuff going on with Pluto and Mercury. And then the next day on November 4th, the sun's making an opposition with Uranus while this sesquiquadri is going on with Venus to Uranus. And this in itself brings up more changes within circumstances within your life. And that could be changes with personal life stuff. That could be changes within relationship. It could be just changes within the way you see things and your confidence. Sometimes that's a good thing with this. This one is a mixed bag energy, honestly. When you have hard aspects with the sun and Uranus, sometimes they're not as, you know, hardcore, but they can be edgy and they have its moments where because people are taking risk in these energies. And sometimes the sudden change in itself can be so sweeping, you don't even really know exactly what happened. So you want to watch out for impulsivity within this energy. You want to make sure you're not making decisions based off of your ego when it comes down to this or making some sweeping changes based off of that because you can make a change and you're not, not necessarily sure how you got to this place where everything has suddenly shifted and it may be very uncomfortable for you. So you want to make sure you're just not allowing your ego and your rebellious side to take hold or just your impulsive side because it can cause a lot of uncomfortability. Other than that, this aspect in itself is great for having an adventure and having fun and trying new things, but you are hella risky within this energy. So you just want to be careful when it comes down to this one. Because another thing with sun Uranus transits is you a lot of times feel like you have nothing to lose. You feel as though you have everything to gain, which is sometimes a good attitude to have, but sometimes it isn't because you need to be even keel. And this one does not allow for that. It just causes people to just take huge risks that may not necessarily pan out. So yeah, beginning to midweek, just try your best not to make any crazy changes and just do the best you can to stay as grounded because there's a lot of hard hitting energy that's going on for the first few days of November. For the first four days of November, there's a lot. And luckily, the 5th, the 6th, and the 7th aren't as intense as those days. 
I mean, there is one aspect that's coming up on the 7th, but it's not consecutive how it was the beginning of the week. So what we have going on is Mercury is finally changing signs on the 5th. Mercury goes into Scorpio after being in Libra for two and a half months. Mercury has been in Libra since the end of August. Mercury is finally leaving Libra, and now we have Mercury in Scorpio. And this is going to really shift the tone in how we communicate our thought processes, how we process information and data and how we hear things. It's going to be an interesting tone after leaving that Libra tone. And we're coming into Scorpio in a huge way because there is a Scorpio stellium that's going on. The moon's going to be there for a few hours before it goes into Sagittarius. The sun is there, of course. Mars is in Scorpio. And Mercury is now in Scorpio. So we are really headed for big Scorpio energy. We're going to have the Scorpio stellium going on with the three planets. The moon just happens to be there and it's carrying off the mood. So it is going to really intensify this vibe that we're feeling the scorpionic things so some of our focus is now going to shift into things that are more serious even though we didn't have our typical mercury in libra mercury in libra is a very light-hearted fun communication social sort of energy and we are kind of leaving that social vibe of libra it has despite the fact of the retrograde and everything else that's going on in the world it has been a social time for a lot of people and it has had its enjoyable moments and within scorpio energy we kind of leave that lighthearted tone and we go inward to more serious things and we become more reflective about our circumstances. There's almost an introverted tone to this energy where we start putting more of the focus on what's meaningful, meaningful conversations and not the small talk, not the superficial talk, just conversations of substance tends to happen when you have Mercury in Scorpio, which is always a wonderful thing. So the way we socialize with people might be more intimate than it normally is. And of course, I don't mean that in a sexual way. I mean that in a way of just, you're having these close connections with people that you really enjoy talking to. And it's not about having a crowd of people around you. It's not about doing things for show. It's not talking just to fill the void. It's communication with our friends, our family, the people that we're in relationships with that actually has layers, that actually has depth to it. So it brings a a more focused tone to the way we talk to other people. There's a tendency to listen more to other people and hear what they're saying and just taking it all in and processing it. Of course, obviously contributing to the conversation as well, but you're more reflective and more conscious of the fact that people need to get their stuff out, need to talk, need to communicate, need to release certain things that might be going on with them. Because also within this energy, we also focus on purging out some of the stuff that's not important any longer. We start purging out old stories, old trauma, It's like a nice mind detox that occurs within this energy and some other people might need that and you're doing that together with the people that are meaningful within your life. So conversations and bouncing stuff off of other people, it really tends to be helpful in this energy in a lot of ways cathartic. Another thing that's great within this energy is your mind is more focused so you're able to put your attention on the things that matter. You're able to put your attention on topics that may be harder and I was talking about that earlier, topics that may be harder to digest and within Scorpio energy we become more focused but we also tend to feel more comfortable with the things that we normally would not go there about. Um, Topics that might be hard, subjects that might be hard, situations that might be hard. So in this energy you're able to face certain things that you 
might not have wanted to deal with and it doesn't necessarily have to be hard or gruesome things it could be just it's too much work to put your energy into it so you just left it alone and in this energy you could have the ability to do so and your analytical skills will be really sharp within this energy too so that's going to be helpful with dissecting and understanding a topic that might be hard like astrology or numerology or any esoteric topics occult knowledge anything to do with science or psychology psychiatry these are the perfect topics to study under scorpio energy because scorpio energy understands that and is able to help you analyze those things and put the focus that you need in order to uncover the facts the truth and absorb all of that knowledge speaking of the truth this is a type of energy also where people tend to be more open and honest about the truth sometimes you end up dealing with those people that are willing to speak a truth that nobody else is ready to hear or no one else is ready to say and of course that can always be a positive thing that can sometimes be a darker thing that can sometimes be shadow side thing because sometimes there are things that aren't meant to be said just yet but in this energy don't at all be surprised if you know truth telling ends up happening a lot within this energy and a lot of truths that may be you know important is going to help you or some truths that may just be unnerving and hard to deal with and of course there's also the other shadow side stuff that can come from this people tend to be more cautious and more reserved and more guarded within this energy mentally you may feel as though mentally you might just be overthinking things that and it's causing you to feel cautious and nervous about people and just more suspicious than normal socially again you turn inward so the social situations you may be back and forth about it it may be just you're wanting to keep close to your small circle or keep your circle small overall and it's not a bad thing to be reserved that's not bad at all it just has to be in balance this is one of those things where sometimes it can get off kilter and you end up completely isolating yourself from people so you just want to be aware of that and make sure you're being as grounded as possible if you are deciding that you're being cautious or you have analyzed something and it's making you feel more hyper vigilant than normal and of course, you know, petty arguments do tend to happen in this energy in terms of just jealousy or again, that suspicion creeps in and overanalyzing and piecing shit together. And, you know, all of a sudden it turns into an argument or a fight within relationships or possibly a job situation or, you know, just animosity within family, families and things like that. So just something you want to be aware of in this energy. Other than that, let's use this to focus on our goals. Let's use this to focus on the things that we normally don't like to deal with or work with or try to study or analyze or anything like that and you know make this a time where we have meaningful conversations that are full of substance on that same day venus is going into capricorn and venus will be here until march 5th of 2022 venus is going to be here for a long time because venus goes retrograde on december 19th so we have a long stint of Venus in Capricorn and of course once it gets retrograde I will start talking more about the retrograde and the shadow period and all those other things but I just want to I just want to prepare you guys for this long stint in Capricorn get comfortable because we're going to be here for four months but for this moment let's enjoy what Venus and Capricorn has to offer us because Venus and Capricorn has a ton to offer us it's not the most romantic Venus it is a very stable Venus however and it does bring in some good things in terms of commitment in terms of longevity within relationships and things like that and stability within partnerships that are already established so it is it has a lovely tone to it in that way in terms of being warm fuzzy mushy and things like that it's just not that kind of Venus 
but we are leaving the jovial tome of shoot your shot venus and sagittarius for a more practical side of venus so hopefully you guys were able to take advantage of that venus and sagittarius energy because i just felt it was lovely for just seeking out opportunities and this one is more methodical this one is more about taking your time and building up to something which there's nothing wrong with this approach at all this is actually good it is the safe bet anytime it comes down to capricorn energy i always say i would rather have a slow dime than a fast nickel because that slow dime is going to feed you for a long time. That fast nickel is just going to sustain you for the moment. And this is coming from an Aries. We generally like things fast, but I'm also not that kind of Aries. Maybe it's my Taurus moon, but that's just kind of the way it is. Where I have an appreciation for when we hit these signs where you actually do have to take your time and earn things. So with Venus and Capricorn, we take a more practical approach when it comes to our love life. And so we're not necessarily just rushing in. We're not necessarily being brave or bold. We're looking at our options and we're assessing if it's something we want to go after or if it's a waste of our time because it's a Venus that does not like to waste time and not in an impetuous way, but in a way of just kind of like, you know what, this is going to take up time for something else I could be doing, so I'm just not going to pursue this. So it puts us in that sort of mindset when it comes down to our love life, especially if you're single. Obviously, if you're in a relationship, you know, that's different. But this is the kind of Venus that's looking for something that's for the long haul, that's serious that's something that they can commit themselves to someone that they can commit themselves to rather than going from person to person to person because again it just seems like a time waster within this venus energy this does tend to bring in the commitment oriented types which is great it does tend to bring in those types that are stable and stable on all levels stable when it comes down to their finances stable when it comes down to how they romance people so it brings that sort of thing in you get that loyal reliable sort of people loyal and reliable people sort of come in in this energy too sometimes it may not be romantically sometimes it might be socially that these people come in but it is one of those things that does happen within this energy also age gap differences tend to happen within this energy so you never know you might be meeting someone that might be older than you someone that might be slightly younger than you and it actually just works and it may seem weird at first but it just works for you and this person and as long as you guys are two consenting adults it really shouldn't matter what the age range is with you and the person but it tends to bring in that and it may not bring in extremes although it can bring in extremes but from what i've seen for some people it brings in a moderate age difference no more than like five years or so but yeah it brings in those types it brings in classy types it brings in polished types of people if you're already in a relationship this may be a time where you guys are just getting closer with one another and getting more consistency within your relationship things are coming more serious within your relationship sometimes people are in relationships and their relationship itself they have the title it may not necessarily come off as serious and this could be a time where things seem like they're getting more cemented within your relationship where you guys are starting to make big plans for the future and plans that you actually plan on following through on and the other person does as well because again it brings in reliability it brings in trustworthiness and it brings in consistency it brings in that solidness that you need in a relationship and it is good when it comes down to committing yourself to projects committing yourself to something when it comes down to career if you are looking to go after something career-wise this is going to give you the stamina and the energy you need to go after what might seem hard 
It's a great energy for climbing the ladder if you've already been putting in the hard work. This is great for that. And so promotions tend to happen in this for hard work. And if you're at a starting point where it's you're ready to put in the work and you're ready to grind, this is the greatest energy for that overall because you do see the results. Now, of course, there is a shadow side to every sign change. And with this, it has a lot to do with coldness in relationships. It has a lot to do with not showing vulnerability in relationships. So there could be an aloof air to relationships that aren't balanced. There can be situations where you're realizing that the relationship you're in is purely materialistic and there's nothing to it that's that's tying you together emotionally there's nothing but outward security within the relationship and no internal validation no real love there it just feels like it's a love of stuff or just being in love with love so stuff like that can come up within this energy it can be Definitely a hard one in terms of just dealing with coldness within your relationships too. Like I was saying before, where you have a partner that, again, doesn't show vulnerability and you're not necessarily sure how they really feel about you um, because they don't show vulnerability or you're starting to realize that this relationship itself is not going to get any better because this person is just not incapable. This person is just incapable of showing love. So yeah, that's some of the hard side of this. I will be talking about Venus and Capricorn ad nauseum for a while because Venus will be in Capricorn for a while, for four months. So once once we start getting to the point where we're going to the retrogrades, there will be more information about that and how that's all going to go. But for the moment, for this next three weeks or so, before Venus goes in the shadow, because Venus is going into the shadow around November 17th. So we've got about two and a half weeks of it just being normal Venus and Capricorn stuff before we start really having to reevaluate certain things within our relationships and our career. I will have to say let's enjoy this for what it is let's go to some classy dinners and get nice and polished and and use this energy to become go-getters in our career and our love life so anyway i hope you all have the best week ever later guys